Hello, hello. Welcome back to another On My Mind podcast episode. I hope you're having a good day. I'm your host, Ava. You probably already know that if you're new here. Hello. I hope you are remaining amazing. (laughs) And I hope everyone listening is having a stellar day. If you're not, I go, go change it. (laughs) So simple. Go change your day. No, but I hope you're honestly having a good day when you listen to this. And if you're not having a good day, because, you know, we all have those, you can either sit in that and keep having a bad day or you can, you know, try and do something nice for yourself that could maybe turn your day around. I feel like one thing I've learned lately is that, you know, I can have a bad moment or a bad five minutes, bad hour, whatever, but I don't have to make it an entirely bad day because sometimes I tend to catastrophize and when I'm just having, you know, a bad few minutes or hours, I declare the whole day is bad and then the whole mood is just bad the rest of the day when it doesn't need to be. So anyway, I don't even know why I'm like popping off so soon into the episode. I'm really just, (laughs) I'm really doing far too much here, but hi, (laughs) it's currently 10 PM. I'm recording this late again because what did I do? I put it off. If there's one thing about me lately, I've been putting so many things off till the last minute and it's really getting on my nerves. I'm starting to really despise myself here because while I do work well under pressure and I always get things done on time, I just am doing a rat race. I'm like scrambling at the last minute and it's not a good feeling because you know, when you're procrastinating, you're really just doing future you a disservice. And I'm speaking to myself here, honestly, I feel like every time I procrastinate, it's just future me that suffers. Cause like, yes, in the moment it's easy to put things off and, you know, rot on my couch or, you know, whatever it is that you're procrastinating doing and doing something else that you know, you probably don't, doesn't even matter that you're doing like scrolling on your phone or watching TV or whatever. I don't know. I just feel like that's the one thing I need to work on. I feel like that I need to make that my homework for this week. I need to stop freaking procrastinating because I am starting to dislike that about myself. And, you know, I'm trying to give myself all the love I can recently. And if I keep doing this to myself, I'm going to start to not like myself so much. So that's what I'm working on this week. I've just declared that I need to stop procrastinating. I also just ate mini pancakes. They're like frozen little, (laughs) literally the size of like two quarters, like double the size of a quarter. They're so tiny. I got them at Whole Foods, I think. And they're just so cute. I popped them in the microwave and I put some syrup on it. And I just think that small and tiny things are so adorable. Most things in life, most things are cuter when they're small and tiny. It's like, would I rather have a huge ass flappy jack? No, I want a mini one the size of a dime. Are they satisfying? Not really. (laughs) Like you would have to probably eat so many to fully be satisfied, but it was just a little late night snack. Anyway, today's episode is going to be a little bit different, a little bit interesting. I'm going to be answering 73 questions. If you've seen this trend before, you already know what we're about to get into. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, there's basically, I don't think it's even a trend. It's just been this thing that Vogue has done where they interview celebrities and different famous people, well-known people, and they ask them 73 questions. Usually, they're, you know, like a cameraman is asking these questions walking while the person is like walking through their home and they're answering these personal questions. And I have always loved watching those videos. And because, you know, I, I don't think I will ever be on that level where I'm actually on Vogue answering those 73 questions. 
I don't, I don't think that's where I want to be. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, it's not, you know, quite the goal here, but I thought it'd be fun to do it myself, a little makeshift version. So I'm going to be asking myself these 73 questions. I know the questions are changed up from time to time, depending from each person. So I just found a random one on Google and we're going to go with it. I feel like it'd be a good opportunity for you guys to get to know me and understand me a little bit better. And honestly, I'm kind of hoping to understand myself a little bit more because I quickly glanced at some of these questions and I'm already, I'm already, I already have panic because I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to answer half of these. So I thought to myself, you know, I can't plan out these answers here. I've just got to go with it and answer whatever pops into my head. I also think it'd be funny to like look back or listen back to this episode because, you know, I think my answers would change if you asked me six months ago, six months from now, a year from now. So, you know, in this moment, these are my answers to these questions. I'm probably also gonna metaphorically like black out, not in a, you know, I'm faded type way. I always explain this. When I say I black out during episodes, I just truly feel like after I record, I'm like, I don't know what I said. And it's especially when I'm asked questions that are like kind of catching me off guard. I, my mind goes blank and then I answer and I don't even know what I answered. So basically you can take me seriously or you don't have to. Eh, whatever floats your boat. I'm so excited. Let's hop into these. These are 73 questions with Ava Jules. That is so dramatic, but let's get into it. I don't really know how to go about this because I have to ask myself these questions since I don't have anyone here with me. So, you know, let's just go with it. Ava, what's your favorite time of day? Honestly, you know, as much as I wish I was a morning person, I'm simply not. I'm simply not. I love when I wake up early and when I can actually, you know, have a nice morning. It's great, but it's not my favorite time of day because it takes a lot for me to actually have a good morning and have energy in the morning. So I truly think that my favorite time of day is right after the sun goes down where the sun is not out, but the sky is still light and, you know, the sky is changing colors, the clouds are looking pretty and one, I just think that's the most beautiful time of day. It's also like dinner time, which is really exciting. It's kind of also when the workday is over and it kind of signifies getting to relax and I just love, it gives me very cozy vibes. Morning time gives me, okay, let's get the day started, productive, like go, go, go. And that late afternoon, evening, ugh, my favorite time of day, I think it's called blue hour because golden hour is when the sun is still out and about to set. But after it's set, I think it's called blue hour. So I think that is my favorite time of day right now. What's your biggest weakness? Mm, (laughs) I have a lot. I think the first one that comes to my head is that I feel things so deeply and I take things to heart, which is not always a bad thing. I don't think that's a horrible thing because it's beautiful in a lot of ways, but it is emotionally exhausting to be in tune with my emotions and feel emotions the way I feel them just because it's so intense, never halfway, never dull. Whatever I'm feeling, I'm feeling it very intensely. And I don't think that's always a weakness, but a lot of the times it kind of feels like it is. Three, what is your biggest strength? I think my biggest strength is being open-minded. And I've noticed this especially nowadays because 
there's so many differing opinions and, you know, things happening and things going on. And I just feel like no matter what someone tells me, I can remain very open-minded. I don't get offended when someone has a different opinion than me in like whatever, maybe like religious beliefs or, you know, whatever it is. I feel like I love to get other people's perspectives. I don't really get offended by stuff like that. What's the biggest learning experience you've had? Honestly, the most I've ever learned has been in the last seven, eight months of my life moving out. I thought I knew so much and I thought I was such an adult which, you know, I was to a certain extent, but moving out has just shifted my entire world and perspective and how I think. And there, there's just been so many learning experiences that I never would have had. I feel like I've grown more in the last eight months than I have total, honestly, like in the last two or three years, just from this whole experience, which is great because honestly, moving out, whether it's moving out alone, moving out with roommates, moving out with a partner, it's huge, especially, you know, just going from that transition of being taken care of by your parents or, you know, whatever, whoever's around you, it is such a stark difference. And it's almost kind of like a rude awakening in the beginning. That's kind of how it felt for me. Now I'm starting to adjust and I'm like, wow, I'm learning so many things. At first it wasn't the most fun, (laughs) you know, having all these lessons. I'm like, okay, when is it gonna, when is this gonna feel fun? Five, what's your idea of a perfect date? I honestly wouldn't know. I haven't gone out on that many... eh, I don't want to say I haven't gone out on that many dates because I have. Eh, Maybe not that many. I don't know. Like, I haven't had that much dating experience outside of, like, one person. And so, I don't know. I feel like, for me, a perfect date would look like someone cooking pasta for me and there's jazz music in the back you know maybe we're dancing in the kitchen and then we go sit on the couch or on the floor and watch a movie together like a comfort movie and eat our pasta and then maybe like go out for ice cream after and maybe like even watch the sunset before (laughs) that sounds like a pretty solid date I go who is trying to make that happen for me see I honestly like and that's pretty much free to do I don't really love extravagant things. Yes, it's fun to like ball out and, you know, go out to super nice dinners and, you know, different experiences and stuff. But honestly, at the core of it, I just love simple moments with people I care about. Honestly, what's one vice you wish you could give up? Ooh, hey, Google, what's a vice? (laughs) So embarrassing. Vice means an immoral or wicked personal characteristic. Okay. I think, honestly, I think judgment, like of myself. That would be nice. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Honey Love. Ladies, let's talk about shapewear. We all know most shapewear makes you feel like you're suffocating. That, you know, cute little sexy LBD little black dress in the back of your closet so freaking cute, but the thought of having your insides squished by your shapewear is just not worth it. 
That's why Honeylove spent years researching and developing effective shapewear that's actually comfortable. Overly tight, cheap, and sticky fabrics that roll up are a thing of the past. Thanks to Honeylove, you can finally feel confident and comfortable in your favorite outfits. I have an exclusive deal for my listeners. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove's best deal they offer. Get 20% off your entire order with the code MIND at honeylove.com. The few times I have tried on shapewear you know, for a certain outfit, a certain dress. I was traumatized. But then Honeylove entered the chat. They saved the day. They just make you feel so confident while you're wearing it. And unlike other shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. If you are looking for sculpting and smoothing from stomach to thigh, I'd recommend their Superpower Short, and you won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. But it doesn't stop there. Honey Love has more than just sculptwear. They have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, and leggings for everyday support. I'm obsessed with their bras. The crossover bra, which is the one I have, is the most popular bra that they have. It gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. I know we all have our favorite go-to bra, and this one will definitely be yours. The quality is insane. The details are amazing, and you'll feel incredible when you wear it. So no matter the occasion, you deserve to look and feel your absolute best. You can get 20% off at honeylove.com with code MIND. It's quite the steal. Calling on my honeys. You deserve this. Definitely go check it out. What's a cause that is important to you? I love this question. I think for me, you know, it's hard to choose because there's so many different things that matter. There's so many different issues and things going on and it can be very overwhelming, you know, but I think it's good to find what you truly care about. Yes, all these things are important. There's so many different causes that matter so greatly, but you can't, you know, it's like impossible to fully care and give your effort into them all. Anyway, that being said, I think for me, the thing that is most important, the cause that is most important is keeping our oceans clean and keeping a healthy ocean environment because our oceans do so much for us. So much of the world's oxygen is produced from literally the coral reefs in the ocean and, you know, coral reefs are dying, which is also another big issue. There's mass amounts of plastic in the ocean. And I think it was like, I don't want to get the statistic wrong, but I'm not, I don't feel like doing research right now, but I'm pretty sure if things go at the rate that they're going by 2050, there will be more pieces of plastic in the ocean by fish, which is so bothersome. And, you know, I, I hope and wish and think that we can turn that around and not have that happen. But yeah, that is something that I'm definitely passionate about. I feel like that just really hits home to me, obviously, because I live in Hawaii and I, you know, grew up caring about the ocean and all these things. So there's so many more causes that I care about, but I think that is one of the biggest ones for me. What's the best compliment you've ever received? Ooh, off the top of my head, I think my favorite compliment, I've gotten this maybe like a few, yeah, like three or five times. I go maybe three or five or seven. I don't know. I've been getting this more lately, which is like really cute, but when people tell me that they feel safe and comfortable around me, are you joking? I could give a shit if someone is like, you're so pretty. Like, thank you. That's so sweet. 
but someone telling me that they feel safe and comfortable that makes me want to drop to my knees and sob because I'm like wow the fact that I can make someone feel like that is literally amazing like oh that's just so special that pulls on my heartstrings and that is my favorite compliment to receive I honestly think any compliment that is not physical appearance based is so beautiful you know like someone saying your energy is so magnetic or you know things like that if you want someone to feel good Give them a compliment that has nothing to do with their looks. When are you the most inspired? Honestly, whenever I'm not trying to actively feel inspired, I feel like I get the most inspired when that's not the goal. Because when I'm looking for inspiration, when I'm like, wow, I really need that boost right now, nowhere, silence, (laughs) no inspiration to be found. But you know, when it's not even a thought in my head and I'm just living my life, that's when I get inspiration. But I feel like I get most inspired by people who I admire and stuff like that. I always feel super inspired after like hanging out with certain friends of mine that have all these goals and endeavors and talking to them just makes me feel so excited. And I'm like, wow, I feel so good and and, like motivated, ready to go. I love feeling like that. So honestly, it's like feeding off of other people's energy, I think for me, but also on a smaller scale podcasts. I love a good inspirational podcast. For me, I have loved for so long the Ed Milet on the Skinny Confidential. Oh my gosh. I think it's a four, not a four part, but he has been a guest, Ed Milet. He's a motivational speaker and he's done so many cool things, but he has been a guest on the Skinny Confidential podcast four times. So definitely check it out. I always feel so good. I've re-listened to these episodes and I don't do that. I don't re-listen to podcast episodes, but those I do. Sweet or savory? Is that a question? Sweet. I have a sweet, not tooth. I have a sweet entire set of teeth. Every tooth. Maybe like one loves salty things, but that's it. (laughs) It's a curse. It's a curse. What song can you listen to on repeat? Oh, Right Down the Line by Jerry Rafferty. I don't want to say that wrong, but I totally just did. I listen to that song every day. I think in the past nine, maybe 10 months, I have listened to that song at least one or two times a day. Not even one, because if I listen to it one time, I'm definitely listening to it two times because when that song comes on, after it's done, I replay it. It just gives me the best, most wholesome, good vibes, energy, always picks up my mood. It matches any mood I could possibly ever be in. It's always playing. It's always playing. And I literally do listen to it on repeat and I have not gotten tired of it. And I literally pray to the heavens that I don't. And I don't think I will. What makes you smile the most? When I go home to visit my parents and I see Coda, my doggy, not my doggy. It's my parents, but you know, mine, but like I don't own him. When I see him spot me, And immediately his mood is just so excited. His tail starts wagging so aggressively. His ears go down. He's like shaking with excitement. Are you kidding? That, that right there is pure bliss. What's one thing people don't know about you? Um, that my last name isn't Jules. (laughs) Everyone's so surprised when I say that it's my middle name. They're like, girl, what? Have we been fooled? Yes. 
I never said it was my last name though, so. Heels, flats, or sneakers? Definitely sneakers, never flats. They don't look good on me. And I only got my first pair of heels literally a month ago. Vintage or new? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like it depends for what. I think for me, in most cases, new, but there's certain things that I love to buy vintage, like vintage mugs, vintage glassware. I have so many cool glassware pieces from my grandma from the 60s, which I adore. I'm like, I don't want to buy new mugs. No, 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 no. Vintage cameras, all of my film cameras that I shoot with are pretty dang old. And I feel like obviously that's the way to do it. But I don't know. That's a tough one. What are three things you can't live without? Okay. If this question was very literal, I couldn't live without oxygen, food, and water. Like, duh. And if I wanted to go the safe route, I would say my family, friends, and, um, I don't know, pasta. (laughs) But like, let's make the question fun because everyone says that. Everyone says family and friends. Like, we get it. That's like, you know, that's already a given. So I'm not going to include that in my answer. Let's make this funky fresh. Three things I can't live without. Um, a tweezer, because when I get anxious, I tweeze anything, anything. I also can't live without hair tickles and back rubs. (laughs) I mean, I can because I have been living without it and it's been very upsetting, but you know, preferably I would like to not live without it. I would like that daily. And third, um, Shirley Temples with Mascuccino cherries. Moving on. Um, window or aisle seat? I've been a window girly since I came out of the womb. I've never willingly sat on an aisle. I need to take photos outside the window and I need to like have the control of if the window is going to be open or closed. What's your current TV character obsession? Damon Salvatore. I don't need to elaborate. I'm just going to say that. Leather or lace? Low-key neither. (laughs) But I guess for fall coming up, leather, but faux leather, vegan leather, duh. What's the most adventurous thing you've done in your life? Okay, off the top of my head, the most recent adventurous thing that I have done is, oh God, I'm like getting flashbacks and I'm getting scared because this was honestly low-key almost... Could have been a scary situation, but I was in North Carolina and we went, we hiked this waterfall and at the waterfall, there's this part where you can slide off this rock and it's like a 10 foot drop. You drop into this like whirlpool. The water was rushing and because it had been raining that week, the water was flowing really fast. So the current was fast. So when you jump, when you had to to get to (laughs) the top of the thing where you slide off, you had to hop in the freezing cold waterfall water. The current was crazy. You have to hope that you grab onto this rope. Otherwise, you're going to make your way down to the big waterfall, which is a 40-foot drop and you wouldn't survive. If you don't catch this rope, literally goodbye. Grab onto the rope while the current, you know, it's freezing and the current was strong. Had to scale that. And then to get to the part where you slide off the rock and do that like 10-foot little drop, we had to walk to the center of that patch of rock i don't even know if this makes sense and it was so slippery i am so surprised i didn't fall and slip and go down the wrong way anyway i know my mom's listening to this 
I go, I am not safe on the podcast because my mom listens to everything I post. No, but I know she's freaking out listening to that. I'm making it sound more dramatic, but I will say I almost didn't do it. And I'm so glad I did because looking back, if I didn't do that, I would punch my own self in the face because I'm like, no, that was the most fun thing I've ever done. It was just the process of getting to the point of sliding off. It was a little scary, but like adventurous. I don't know why I just named the most scary thing I've like done when the question was adventurous, but it was adventurous of me. So, hey, how would you define yourself in three words? Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> that is very limiting. Okay, three words. Um, nurturing, go with the flow. <laughs> That's like already three words. Right now I'm go with the flow. I usually am not, but right now I am. So, hey. And three, um, I think I'm pretty personable. What's your current favorite piece of clothing that you own? Ooh, I think my favorite is my Jerf Avenue set. I'm wearing it literally right now. I wear it all the time. Sometimes I wear it as a set. Sometimes I just wear the button up. Other times I just wear the shorts. Matilda Jerf popped off with, I mean, all of her stuff, but I just love the sets that she sells. What's a must-have clothing item everyone should know? Honestly, a perfect pair of denim jeans fit you perfectly, that you are absolutely obsessed with, and that are good quality. And I have pretty much, I think, found mine. I'm obsessed with Levi's. I think they're just one of the best jean brands out there. But if you have a good pair of denim jeans, you are kind of unstoppable, honestly. What's inspiring you in life right now? Right now, I am most inspired by YouTube videos, which is kind of funny. I've Even just watching vlogs of people living simple, happy lives, you know, being productive, doing their little daily routines, that inspires me so much. Honestly, little like vlogs, which sounds kind of silly, but that's honestly what I look forward to watching and it inspires me a lot. Let's talk about one of my favorite brands, Thrive Cosmetics. They are high performance beauty and skincare products made with clean skin loving ingredients. I am obsessed. I first heard of them through a friend of mine who told me I needed to try their liquid lash extensions mascara because she was raving about it. And I was like, okay, shut up. I will, I will get it. And since then I have been such a big fan of Thrive Cosmetics. They have so many different products to offer that are all amazing quality. I need to pop off about this liquid lash extensions mascara because it is their best-selling product. It has over 20,000 five-star reviews. And if I could give it six stars, seven stars, I would. It is the only mascara I use. And I don't say that lightly. I have not tried a new mascara in so long. It lengthens your lashes. It kind of mimics the look of lash extensions without the damaging glue or those expensive salon prices. And I just love how it lasts all day without clumping, smudging, or flaking. But I have to say, I think my favorite part is how easy it is to remove. The tubing formula slides right off with warm water and a washcloth. There's no soap required. It just makes the whole process a lot easier and quicker. Plus, their clean and nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. I also really love their Bigger Than Beauty Promise, where for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive, which I think is so amazing to give back. Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com mind. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash mind for 15% off your first order. What's the best piece of advice you've received? Oh, that is loaded. 
I can only answer one. I feel like I could do a whole podcast episode on all the best pieces of advice I've received. Off the top of my head, the first thing that comes to mind is a piece of advice my dad gave me years ago and it's always stuck and he has always always told me if you don't ask the answer is always no and you know at the time when he told me that I was definitely a lot younger I didn't really you know internalize that and understand that but looking back even saying that out loud now I'm like wow that means so much and there's so much truth in that and that's such a powerful piece of advice you can really dive deep (laughs) into that one what's your pet peeve how do I simply pick one? I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. Uh, something that really bugs me is people that have to make everything about them and like can't, not everything just like revolves. I don't know. Diamonds or pearls? We are only on question 27. Literally goodbye. I need to speed this up. Uh, diamonds. Actually, no, right now, pearls. Diamonds don't really matter to me right now. They will one day when I want a giant one. I'm not a giant. I'm just kidding. On my finger. That was a joke. But right now, definitely like sea saltwater pearls are my fave. What's something you notice about someone when you first meet them? I notice body language and I feel like I read body language very well. So I can kind of tell someone's vibe, I think, kind of right off the bat. What's your biggest regret? Ooh, I honestly don't have one that sticks out in my head. There's nothing in my life that I think about so often and that's so heavy on my mind that I'm like shit I regret that so badly I'd honestly have to think about that for like a minute so I don't really I don't think I really have a huge one and I hope it stays that way (laughs) what's heavily played on your music playlist right now honestly I have been kind of like going out a little bit more recently and so I have just been playing so many playlists on Spotify it's like called songs to hype me up while I get ready That's a playlist I've been listening to. It's like very hype, you know, songs that, you know, get you feeling good and, you know, in the mood and confident. And there's this other playlist I really like. It's called Songs I Would Dance To At The Bar. (laughs) And it's very good. What's your favorite board game? Ooh, I don't... That sounded like the Zoe 101 intro. That was kind of spot on. I don't know if I have one, but growing up, I was obsessed with Operation. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. Or uh, what's that game where you have these sticks poking through this thing and the marbles sit on top and then each person has to pull one of the plastic tubey things. And if you let a marble drop, like it's points against you. I have no idea what it's called, but I miss that game and I want to play it now. What's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure is that I have this cycle where If I eat something super sweet, I need something salty after, and then I'm going to need something sweet again to balance it out. And it's just like back and forth and back and forth until I'm just like, whoa, (laughs) the balance is not restored. You tried, but you failed. And I just like cannot stop. What book did you most recently finish? I most recently finished Family of Liars. It's the prequel to We Were Liars. And I honestly liked it better than that book. I thought it was really good. And right now I'm reading an older Taylor Jenkins read book and I'm obsessed with it. It's called One True Loves. I need to wrap this podcast up because I am itching to read more of it. That is how good it is. Oh, I literally answered question 34, which is what are you currently reading? Amazing. 35, how do you start your day? I start my day getting awoken by my alarm because at this point there was a period where I was waking up before my alarm. I was waking up naturally but lately I'm being like brutally awakened by my alarm 
and I unfortunately do set two with like 15 minutes in between. So I let the first one go off. I press stop and then I like turn over and sleep another glorious more 15 minutes. And then I hop out of bed, splash my face with water, pee, rinse my mouth, tongue scrape. That is the most crucial part of my morning routine. If you don't tongue scrape, what are you doing? Go buy one, please. Do everyone a favor. (laughs) Get a tongue scraper. It'll change your life. It's so good for you. And lately I have been super into workout classes. So in the morning I book classes. So I pretty much just slap on a workout set, go. And it is my favorite way to start the day. Otherwise I will not get out of bed if I don't have somewhere to be. What's your favorite holiday? Hmm. Maybe my dog's birthday or Christmas. If you could raid one woman's closet, who would it be? Matilda Jurf. Point blank period. I don't think her style would match me. I just want it all. I just want it all. If you could switch lives with one person for a day, who would it be? I want to live a day in the life of my dog. I want to know what it's like to be excited about going for a walk. I want to know what it's like being excited when your favorite person comes home and like not even knowing. I want to know what it's like to not be able to commute or con- communicate your thoughts. I want to know if they have like what kind of thoughts do they have? I want to know. What's one thing you've always wanted to try but been too scared to do? Skydive. I don't think I will ever do it. I just have such a fear of, you know, what if this is the time that something goes wrong? Because, you know, there's always those stories like no one expected the plane to go, whatever. I don't want to put that out there, but I would love to. I think that would just be the coolest experience to have. (gasps) No, you know what it is? Why am I talking about skydiving? Because I literally was just reminded of this because I was like, Oh, I want an aerial point of view of Earth. You know what I want to do? I want to go to outer space. That's not really the easiest thing to do. (laughs) Fingers crossed. What's one thing you wish you knew at the age of 19? Well, that was about two years ago. And I wish I knew... Hmm. Okay, I've got it in my head. I wish I knew that if nothing changes, nothing changes. And that can mean a lot of different things. (laughs) But I, I wish I knew that because... Nah, whatever. I'm not going to pop into it because we are literally only on question 41 now, which is besides your phone or wallet, what's a couple of must have purse items? First of all, I don't carry a purse. I go, I carry a tote bag. I literally don't keep anything in there. I used to literally when I was like in high school and shit, I'd have so much in my freaking backpack, but I don't know. I'm honestly not really... Like I just bring my keys, some sunnies and my phone and that's it. It's literally so boring in there and like a cute little claw clip. That's literally it. And sometimes oil blotting sheets because I'm an oily queen. If you are not a blogger or group fitness instructor, oh, okay. I go, so these questions are tailored for someone else. (laughs) Okay. If I was not an influencer, what would I be doing? I think I would still be somewhere in this industry, whether it would be maybe a creative director, a marketing person, a social media person, you know, running like a brand's Instagram or creating marketing campaigns or doing like creative video shoots, editing for someone. I don't know. Something like that. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? What's something you can't do? I cannot speak another language yet. That is the goal. I want to be bilingual so badly. I say that, but you know, there's definitely more I could be doing. I'm taking my little lessons. 
on my app on my phone. But by the end of my life, I must be bilingual or else I will be upset at myself. Where was the best vacation you've ever taken? Ooh, I uh, I don't even know the last time I like went on an actual vacation. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, maybe North Carolina. That was pretty vacation-y. Yeah. And that was just so unexpectedly beautiful. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So I was just shocked and surprised and in awe the whole time. What's one city you've always dreamed of traveling to? Any beach town in Italy or Greece, just any beach town in Europe, honestly, would be a dream. I, I just, it's like, I can't even imagine myself living that out one day. When I do, I will have peaked for sure. What's something you always travel with? Neosporin and I put it on the inside of my nose because my dad told me that the reason that you get sick a lot of the times is because when you're in the air and the air is super dry, the like inside your nose gets like super dry and cracked and your like red blood capillaries or something is like more susceptible to catching germs. So if you put Neosporin in there and keep it moist, it like doesn't crack. I don't know. I always travel with Neosporin and Dramamine because I get motion sickness. And it is not fun. It's the biggest curse. It stops me from doing so many things, which is kind of unfortunate, but it's so bad. Favorite food? Pasta, 100 million percent. Favorite dessert? Ooh, Betty Crocker brownies for sure. Favorite snack? Right now, I'm loving a good Annie's fruit roll-up. They call it fruit tape, like whatever, but it's a fruit roll-up. Or seaweed. I know so many people are like bothered by that whenever I just like munch on seaweed but it's so good it's so salty and mm, delicious and I've also been into like beef sticks which is so odd and I allow myself to have one maybe two a week just because I don't want to get addicted to them I get them at Whole Foods and they're you know not like Slim Jims (laughs) they're called chomps and it's good 100% grass-fed beef whatever but that's just like so random and it kind of feels out of character for me to be like chomping on a beef stick but I've been so obsessed with those What's a movie that made you cry? Most recently, I cried watching, hmm, Where the Crawdads Sing. Yeah. What's your favorite movie of the last five years? You know, this is not even the last five years, but I'm sorry, the Hunger Game movies will always be superior. Was Mockingjay Part 1 and 2 a little bit dragged on? Yes, but the Hunger Games and Catching Fire, (sighs) masterpieces. I just rewatched it for the first time in a few years and it felt like I was watching it again for the first time and it was the just, oh, I, I was taken back and I honestly might watch it again very soon because that's what I do. What's one talent you wish you had? I wish I was naturally able to just like be so free-spirited. I don't even know if that's like a talent, being free-spirited. I think it is because it like what a beautiful thing that people can just not have attachment to things. Ugh. I go, could not be me. That's what I strive for though. 53, what's your favorite exercise? Okay, I'm like realizing that these questions are tailored towards the lady who has this blog. <laughs> Whatever. My favorite exercise right now is cycling. 100%. I feel sexy. I feel confident. I feel so good. I feel empowered. The music is great. The room is dark and there's fun lights and I just feel so good after. What's your favorite band? So technically, Tame Impala isn't a band. Because it's just one guy, Kevin Parker. He does all the music by himself, but when he performs, he like hires a whole band. So technically he's not a band, but I love Tame Impala. 
But favorite band, oof. I love Bon Jovi. Is that a considered a band? Is that one person? That probably sounds so stupid, but I love old school 80s rock music. So many of those artists, like I love Van Halen and uh, whatever. But I think right now my favorite, and please don't attack me if these are not like bands. I know these are like singular people, okay? But like, you know, whatever. My favorite band right now is an Australian brand and they are called Babe Rainbow. Best vibes. So wholesome. It's like beachy, beach town music. I'm obsessed. What's your favorite fast food order? Anything with French fries and a Diet Coke. <gasps> this is my guilty pleasure. That is my guilty pleasure. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, <gasps> it's so dangerous. What's something you don't want to be doing in 10 years? I don't want to be worrying about dumb shit. I don't. I don't want to let small things bother me. What's the cutest thing on planet Earth? I was going to like genuinely answer it, but I kind of want to make a joke. Me. What's the best thing that happened this year? Ooh, the best thing that's happened to me this year is finally achieving my childhood dream of starting my own brand, which drop two is coming so soon. When you listen to this, it's like low-key less than three weeks away. More details to come soon. I literally haven't even announced it yet, but drop two for Sunglow coming soon. Our second collection. I'm so excited. It has just been such a dream come true and so inspiring and fun to work on. I've just, my passion has been re- reignited, which just makes me feel so good. What's your favorite cocktail? If you don't know this answer for me, <laughs> you don't know me well. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, a Dirty Shirley, baby. That That is all I need. Which movie makes you laugh the hardest? Honestly, White Chicks. It is a classic. And I'm sorry, but movies aren't made like that anymore. You know, or some moments, eh, I'm not going to get into it. It just makes me cackle. It does. It do. <laughs> what do you usually eat for dinner? I go, pasta. Um, it depends. I I have no consistency with what I eat for dinner, honestly. It's so random. I guess Caesar salad would be like the one most consistent thing that I have. What do you usually eat for lunch? Um, good question. What do you usually eat for breakfast? Eggs with truff sauce and ketchup and a piece of fresh bread, sourdough toast with butter. So good. What's your favorite thing in the world? Ooh, honestly, getting into a clean, freshly washed sheets of bed. That was so grammatically wrong. Getting into a bed with fresh sheets, freshly shaved. (gasps) The AC is on in the room. You're like perfectly temperate. You're a little chilly, but you're under the covers and you don't have to set an alarm the next day and you know you can like sleep in. (laughs) What's your favorite color? It changes. I love every color. How can you pick? What are three words to describe living in the San Francisco Bay Area? I go, what did I choose? What are three words to describe living in Hawaii? Um, Isolating, beautiful, and normal. And I say normal because I think a lot of people romanticize living here. Do you like surprises? I don't know. I've never really been surprised. <laughs> That is kind of really sad, but I don't know if I like them or not because I've honestly never really been surprised. I start getting sad. That is kind of sad. 69. What's one thing you had to learn the hard way? Hmm. Too much of a good thing is not a good thing. Too much of anything is not a good thing. And that can just be applied to so many things in life. Okay, we're nearing the end here. What's something you're tired of? I am tired of giving so much of a shit about 
Instagram and what I'm posting. Lately, I've been trying to let go a lot of that and I've been doing a pretty good job because before I was just so like unhealthily fixated on what I was posting and if it was good enough and if people were going to care and if something like quote unquote flopped, like it would just send me into orbit. And now I'm just like, "Mm." in the grand scheme, does it matter? It's not that serious. I'm like, Ava, it's not that serious. I've been on a pretty good path with it, but I was just so tired of feeling like that. I was like, this is dumb. Okay, 71. Who do you turn to when you're sad? Mm, I would say right now the most would be my best friend. I know she's listening to this. We've been like kind of going through a lot of similar things together. And honestly, myself, (laughs) like I have just been relying a lot on myself lately, which I'm really proud of. I feel like I am doing okay. What's a trend you would like to see disappear forever? Honestly, to me, trends don't really bother me just because I don't, you know, you can like choose what you want to follow. It's like if someone wants to follow a trend that I hate, good for them. Like, I don't care. You know, it's just like, I don't like it for me personally. I can't even think of a trend right now, but I know a trend I do not like for me. (laughs) Low rise. Girl, if I... If I, if I could, I would, you know, the thing is I could, but I wouldn't feel confident in it. Therefore I won't, but like some people pop off so hard in low rise. It just couldn't be me. So for me, I will not be participating. All right. Here's the last question. Number 73. What did you want to do with your life at age 12? You all already probably know this because I've talked about it so many times, but I wanted to be a doctor I wanted to be a doctor in space because I thought technology by now, by the time I was like, you know, settling down, ready to have a career that like we would have life in space and they would need doctors in space. So I was like, slay. I will be literally, you know, low key balling because I'm like a doctor in space. Like those are going to be few and far between. I had this whole plan. Uh, Unfortunately, that did not work out. So (laughs) yeah here we are. I go, this was the backup plan, I guess. And that was 73 questions with Ava Jules. I hope you enjoyed it. I know this is like a little weird me asking myself questions, but I hope you feel like you know me a little bit better more. I feel like, you know, we're a little bit closer now, which is really fun. Honestly, recording this podcast episode made me realize that in the very, very extremely rare event that I was actually on 73 questions, like for real Vogue, I would crash and burn. It's getting a little bit late. I'm starting to feel like I'm in a silly, goofy mood. So before I, you know, alarm you with that, I'm going to respectfully peace out. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I will talk to you guys next week. And that was everything on my mind. Bye.